Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? I'm doing well. Doing well. Happy to volley everyone, and uh, happy Election Day, or, or sad Election Day. Depends on what happens tonight. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good Tuesday. That we've talked about this. You're not to get political on the show. I'm not getting political, but it's just a, an event of the day. That's all. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I recognize some people will be happy today. Some people will be sad. But, uh, again, it's happy Diwali, so light uh, conquers dark, darkness. So, All right. You've go. been watching too many superhero shows. And on that note, it is not just us again. We have a brand-new guest host, fresh from the series regulars TV website. She's awesome. She shares my name, not Will's, but mine. Everyone welcome, Sarah Jean. I'm so glad to be here. I'm very excited, and I'm glad we share the same name. We do. We, we do. We spell slightly differently. Our middle names are spelled differently, but, you know, it's it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> and we're Team Arrow. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Well, well I'm, rep- so- I'm, I'm representing Team, Fla- Team Flash on a non-Flash day, so... Yeah, yeah, you 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 wear that flash costume. Um, I will do so. I will do so next Tuesday. Y'all look look for it. I will I, I will be, I will have it on. <laughs> All right, um, Sarah. Because this is your first time on the show, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the things you're doing over at Series Regulars? Sure. So um, we started Series Regulars in like June. And I went into it full force. Um, I cover Arrow, all three of the Chicago series, which makes for a hectic Wednesday. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I do my best to review while I'm watching and get the review out within like five to ten minutes after the show is over. And I've been doing well, but it's definitely it's a difficult three hours while I'm live tweeting. Yeah. Okay, well, because you probably don't know what Chicago is. Chicago are three shows, connected universe, but they're not based off of superheroes. They're based off of, like, first responders. So you have the firefighters, you have the police, and then you have medical drama, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that condescension. Thank you. <laughs> She, I mean, she broke it. She broke it down for me. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I also cover the rookie, which is a great new cop drama. Is it? It's so good. It's amazing. Huh. Why? You gotta yeah. tell me. It's procedural. Well, so see, it's not a procedural. It's so much better than that. Um, John Nolan, life is going like crap. He just got divorced. He is just not, he's just not feeling it. He's Mm -hmm. involved in a, he's a victim involved in a bank robbery and he is super brave and he decides, you know what? I might be in my forties, but I'm going to change the world. I'm going to be a cop and that's the way it's going to be. And he actually, it's played by Nathan Fillion, you know, if Mm -hmm. that doesn't sell it for you. Well, when you said John Nolan, I instantly was like, I didn't know he was writing it because John Nolan wrote The Dark Knight and right. and Westworld, and I was like, Whoa, okay, you did sell me, and and then you, <laughs> that was the character's name. So, <laughs> but we've got um, we've also got Eric Winter, who is amazing, and there, it's just the perfect mix of action, comedy, drama. And some seriously gritty and realistic situations, especially since it is based off of a true cop. So, I mean, maybe I didn't sell you, but if you check out that first episode, it will sell itself. Huh. Well, I have. I was interested in it, but um, I will now that you're the first person I've actually talked to who's actually watched it. So, uh, I will go check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Sarah though because I will say this the other series regular girls were shocked because I also do a few podcasts there and I proclaimed for everyone to hear that I love the rookie as much as I love the arrow so 
That's We've a- just met. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was that was a lot. They there was a good good fifteen seconds of stunned silence. Mm. Where they're they're like, Sarah, are you are you gonna go that far? I did. I went that far. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out, but maybe I won't. I'm stubborn like that. Sometimes when people want me to watch things, I don't. <laughs> Will can attest to this. Yes, yes. Ozark. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the only person who started watching Ozark season one, and I'm like, yeah, how about not? <laughs> Everybody else is like, it's the best thing ever. I'm like, oh, I don't, it didn't really work for me. It, yeah, it did not I work do for me I do my best to give everything a shot. I do my best. They yeah. don't always make it there, but... You know, they, I, I knew there were people like you that existed, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I, it's, it's not that I don't give everything a shot. It's just that I also find that I find shows when I'm supposed to. There's a lot of shows I was late to, and I'm actually oh, yeah. more glad I was late to them than if I'd started from the beginning, because then I start to wonder if I would have felt about it the same way had I caught on from the first episode but that's why people like me exist so that we can help the other people find them later it's not a disability sarah (laughs) 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 all right right. it's a superpower you said your pitch (laughs) 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 we get it (laughs) let's talk about heroes without any powers okay all right. All right. So, if you're so Team Arrow, how are you feeling about season seven so far? I am in love with so many things, but I also find that it's the kind of season that there's no in between for me anymore. I either love part of what's going on or I hate it. So, right now, I'm really I'm hating Dinah's attitude. Um, oh. But I'm I'm loving Felicity's badassery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Nothing else. Well, I'm hating Oliver <laughs> being in prison, but I am kind of, and I I shouldn't say it, but I'm kind of loving the angst that we're getting from it as a result. Oh, the angst! Yes, <laughs> and now I've. I've become a teenager again. That's what these shows do. Oh, they do. do magic. Yeah. I've never. I will never utter those words ever again. But that's what happens. I do. I really. You know. I really want an explanation about Roy, and it's it's killing me. Killing me. It's only been episode four. I know, but it's killing me. I just. I need to know right now. I want to know what happened to Thea. I want to know why he's on me and you. I want. I just want to know so many things, and I've never cared so much about a storyline that didn't involve Felicity directly. Yes, this this brings up a good point because in watching episode four, level two earlier today, I was thinking about how this season, more so than any other season. I have been fine watching storylines play out involving characters that are not named Felicity Smoke. And that's bizarre <laughs> for me. That is because weird. It's weird, it, yeah. It's just, it's very disorienting. And I I commend the, the writers because I'm like, I never thought I would see the day where I wouldn't, I would be fine with her only having such a small part and and not be irritated anytime Katie Cassidy is on the screen. Um <laughs> Whoa, I went too far. Sorry about that. Um, but but I still and and for me, I'm not even having problems with Dinah's attitude. I actually I feel like the writers, and more so even in this episode, they've really taken Zoe, Renee, and Dinah to fill that elicity queen family drama void that we have because they're all separated. And so, and I feel like they're, the writers are doing a smart job using these other characters who we've always known and have watched developed over the last few seasons and, and anchor the show in that way. And it allows 
Oliver, Felicity, and William to go down these separate paths without it feeling like um, the show is falling apart. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think for me that it's it's good to see those supporting characters grow, especially how things their growth was sort of was stunted last season with the repetitive new team arrow versus old team arrow spying distrust you know over dramatic um what we had last season so for for me it's good to see to see those different sides and 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 sarah i don't i I, I read your review and i'm and i've and i see where you're coming from as far as feeling your not feeling feeling donna but i you know I, i i like how she is sort of you know, she's trying to grow from being a vigilante and in a very undercover you know world before that and if she even referenced it in, in universe as far as you know, when she was talking to diggle um about her how she is trying to you know reestablish trust in the police department and grow beyond what she has done in the past and and, and same with renee especially when you know last season we had a character we had him betraying a team betraying oliver telling the fbi you know flipping on them and then now here he is trying to you know fill that void of being the you know quasi vigilante and and trying to help preserve the glades from the gentrification that that's that is happening to it so i, I for me this is it's been refreshing with seeing these supporting characters grow this season and also just um, gives the show, as as you mentioned before, another anchor that it can that it can support itself on, and and you know not necessarily rise and fall with Oliver's fortunes being in prison. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. I'm. I feel like I'll be better once I can officially get over my anger with Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so mad at Renee? Because I blame I blame him like I blame Barry, you know. It's just always <laughs> Renee's fault. Like, what, why Renee? What did Renee do? With his just with his flipping on Oliver and oh uh, yeah, you know, it was just like that it was, was just so a hard like, it was a hard it was a rock and a hard place. <laughs> and you know, like I get he was trying to reunite himself with his kid, but Oliver was also trying to stay with his kid. And I don't know. I like to think that if the situation was reversed, Oliver would have found another way. But, you know, maybe not. Um, For Dinah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I felt like she was so passionate about being a vigilante before. Mm -hmm. Now she's so passionate about kind of hating on them. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, if I give, maybe if I give her a little more time too. Yeah, five months ago, you were just like, "I'm all about being Miss Vigilante." Now you're like, "I'm Miss Supercop." Yeah, like, like if you're a vigilante, I'm going to arrest you. And then she arrested Renee. So I was like, "Oh, well." Uh, like I just felt like we were in another Earth where she had just completely forgotten where she was vigilante not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I see that, I guess, um, like, I like that scene between uh, Diggle and Dinah in the episode, because that really highlighted the fact that both of these characters, and Diggle, for some reason, I think maybe he's, his reluctance or everything, him kind of breaking ties with Felicity in a way, made sense in terms of him protecting his family, but but it's very parallel to what Dinah's doing. Only the difference is Dinah doesn't have a family to protect. She's instead taking on all of Star Star City or Starling City to protect. And and the only way she can is with her job now with the vigilantes. But I I think the writers are setting up a good payoff because of that. What occurs in this episode in the sense that we find out in the future the rules are reversed, kinda. Because it sounds like Renee, Renee has allegiance to the Glades, and the Glades has overtaken everything. And meanwhile, Dinah's leading the charge on um, 
on the vigilante resistance which and by the way maybe why like i'm not no shipper or anything but um i just i think dinah and renee have some sparks going on yeah i was thinking that too actually and yeah i was thinking that too and i was just like no no i I, don't go down that path will don't go down that path but they but i mean they have been they have been pretty electric on the scene on the screen this this season see will is a shipper I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you're not a shipper? Oh, no, I am. <laughs> oh God, Sarah, don't, don't, wait a second. Belmont, don't, don't even, don't even, Belmont. Don't we even. make videos about it, Sarah. Uh, it's really yeah. sad. I'm yeah, such, yeah, no, you have, I love you it. Have, you have a YouTube channel. Yes, I was going to say. I'm such, <laughs> I'm such a shipper, and so I try to, because I know that I feel like I see relationships everywhere when I watch a show. Mm-hmm. As soon mm-hmm. as I get that feeling, I'm like, Mm-mm, don't do it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope, nope. Don't you yeah. don't need another one. This isn't happening. But I'm, I'm really glad that you said that because now I'm not alone in seeing what's happening between. Oh, so Renee. we're all on the same page. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah okay. Yeah. It I, is I, there. This is a good support group to have. <laughs> 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 It's, it's very, it's very funny because I, 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 it's interesting how it, it's kind of everybody's seeing it, but it's also kind of like, why does this, why don't I want to commit to that? No, yeah. I should change the subject. Okay, we're, we'll change. The subject. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's no, cool. no, no. I think it, yeah. it's, it's, it's totally good. It's totally, it's totally cool. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I, I'm just glad I, I was. It's good to know that I'm not alone. So. This episode, I kind of feel, is a little bit out of place for me. This episode reminds me of last season that my favorite episode of the season was when Adrian Chaper. No, this was a few seasons ago. No. No, he sees Adrian Chase. He sees Prometheus in it. It's when he's, like, injected with... Oh, yeah. With the, the, yeah, you're right. It was last season. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's like this, this idea that Oliver kind of comes to terms with who he is. But to me, I feel like this episode usually occurs in the season episode 18, 17. You know, it's kind of like that filler one-off. So having it be episode four was kind of disorienting. I don't know. Sarah, how did you feel about... Um, Oliver reflecting on his father's sins. I I'm kind of feeling like you. I was definitely getting I was absolutely getting like season one vibes a few times. Um, yep. Talking about like the community talking about the glades and the condition of the glades. I was like, whoa, did we just go back in time six years? Um, very much. Yeah, I mean, it seemed a lot of things were just very disorienting and I like that you used that word because part of me feels like maybe they, the writers have a real plan and they have Oliver feeling disoriented. So maybe they wanted the fans feeling his pain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, this this episode reminded me of, um, oh gosh. Um, I want to say that it, it was, See, like it was like another version of Purgatory of something, where he you know, he was going through this mental emotional trial in, in, in that psych in that in level two, and it, it, to bring my Star Trek geekdom out here, reminded me of an episode where Picard was taken captured by the Cardassians and he was continuing to be interrogated by by the Cardassian to to basically. And to break him and to convince him that there were four lights instead of five lights, and you know, all the each time that the doctor came to you know interview Oliver and said, "What's your name?" Uh, it, it it was one of those things where I was like, "Okay, they're just trying to break him, and and is this going to succeed, or or is Oliver's strong will going to you know win out?" And and so it was very interesting as as we get to the that part of the episode where. Oliver and William are on the on the raft together, mm-hmm. and and Oliver is you know replaying that moment. And you know when you think back to 
what was it with Oliver with 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 Robert Queen? He wanted Oliver to sur to survive, and um, and you know William, Oliver tells William to live, and it really showed the the core and the and the love that Oliver has for William, and and you know, or hope, was it hopefully the medicine. Yeah, or it could have been a medicine, or you know, or it could just be how he wants them to break that chain and not go down the path of vigilantism that he has had. Man. And in your whole Star Trek reference, I just I had to bite my tongue because I really wanted to chime in. Like, are are you referring to the Kardashians? <laughs> sounds so similar. Yeah. I might have said Kardashians. <laughs> it's possible. It's been a long day. <laughs> I I struggle with it. The the one scene that I haven't they haven't explicitly shown before or really connected is um, the scene between Oliver and, and William on the boat, like that change of father son dynamic. But a part of the biggest thing I have with this episode is that I actually felt like it was too exposition. A lot of like Air, team arrow know about Oliver's real demons and I don't feel like the writers have to spend 40 minutes explaining that to the viewers. I I really don't. And so I at some parts it felt like they were reading fan fiction and and they were just saying it as the dialogue and I'm like th there's no nuance. Like you're telling me things that the characters should be just portraying and we can come to our own conclusions. We don't need you to spell it out for us about the psychology of or mental state of Oliver Queen and about the legacy. Why not leave that for speculation? Why spend so much time on explicitly explaining that? They, I feel like they do that a lot though, now that you <laughs> mention it. I mean, I feel like that's something we've seen before where they just... I mean, are they trying to hit that point home again for the hundredth and some time? Because, I mean, we get it. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, well, unless you're, cur unless you're, um, what is it called? It, I've, it's been a while since I've been in school. Um, killing the curve. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys gotta help me. I'm drowning here right now. I just said a lot of information. <laughs> no reprieve. <laughs> it, but it, and that's really my point, though. That I feel like I've seen this explained every season, at least one episode, if not more, and I don't. I don't get, and all it really is is kind of also just just taking a um, magnaphone and being like, future Will is now in present day as a vigilante. The cycle <laughs> continues. <Yeah. laughs> no, it, like, like, really, like, Beth should be smarter. <laughs> She's been in that room. She knows what we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think. It, well, I think obviously it was some setup for the 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 next part of this this mini arc, and so yeah, we've been down the road before. But I think, uh, and it's interesting, Sarah B, that um, you say that because whenever we when we first talked about this episode and you saw the promo for it, you were like super excited for it because you were like really wanted to see what was going to happen at level 32. So, right. don't, don't take my naive promo <laughs> watching the birds against me. Don't, don't change this on me. <laughs> I've just pointed out the fact that, yes, I've just pointed out, I guess I'm just, re, I guess, reiterating how disappointed you were because we have been down this road before. We thought it was, it, it was teased as one thing and, and executed as another. But I think Thank it was a set, yeah. But yes. I think, yeah. Uh, but I do think it was execute, and I guess it goes back to my earlier point that with this prison arc that Oliver is in, uh, yes, it it has given the other characters on the show the opportunity to grow and to shine, mm -hmm. and and I think for me that 
makes for a, a better. It's made for me a better season so far because uh, because we get the shipping of of uh, <laughs> Diana and, <laughs> and and Renee and but also but kidding aside and also this new the, 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 this this uh, flash forward that they're that they're doing with William and and Roy and opening up all these uh, new stories that um, that we we have that could that could happen and. And Beth has made clear that it's you know that it's not any um, uh, Barry doing it or anything else or or any <laughs> meta powers that are going on here. It's it, you know so it's the potential future that we'll have with with Arrow, and so it's interesting. And and in the, the big wait problem, wait 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 wait, with wait. The big, hang on, let me just finish one point. And 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 also <laughs> just a big drop of of you know Felicity. Not being with us in the future, so. Right. Okay, but but you didn't say that. You said potential future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so so, and Sarah, feel free to chime in. So Beth Schwartz already went out there and said that you can't blame Barry. Okay, we'll blame Nora. Um, <laughs> but but did she say like? Did she really refer to it as a potential future of uh, Starling City? I. I believe that is what she, she, I think she said that something similar to, yeah, that just was, it is a potential future, but I think that she was more or less saying, you know, the big idea is that the future can always change or the future is always open for change. Right. Which is exactly what they explained on the flash earlier this season. They're like, Oh no, there are, there are certain moments that are permanent, like are fixed. And then there are some soft moments. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this future could still be a soft moment. And, and that's when we change our anger from the flash and we divert it to Legends of Tomorrow. Because what the heck is with that little stuffed animal? <laughs> I've been popping up. It's everywhere. I feel like they brought, they brought him on and like people, fans went nuts and they were like, that's it. He needs, yeah. to, he needs to make his presence known in every single Arrowverse show. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's all it's all a part of this, you know, marketing and just getting you know revenue from the the, the for, you know Christmas is coming, Sarah. So people are like, you know, let's let's get let's get Evo dolls out there. <laughs> I, I I swear, if it's all a marketing ploy and it's really doesn't have anything to do with what's happening, I'm gonna be mad. Like at least it should be something that triggers the crossover, you know? Oh, I well, mean. Well, you know, let's bookmark that for the crossover. I let's you mark it tonight. Supergirl. No, no, like Elseworlds. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, I know. I mean, hell, it's crossover. It's hit every other show, but I just wonder if Bebo is going to show up in the Elseworld, Elseworlds crossover in some capacity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it could. Yeah. I think I think that's what they're doing. They're taking the little blue, like in your face stuffed animal and being like Elseworlds. <laughs> that's what it's saying. Oh, I took it too far. I'll, I'll take a step back. No, I went. I went too far. I. I just. I find it hard because the more I watch this, because while Sarah's over here wondering what happened to Roy, I'm like, why is he in that suit? <laughs> why does it look like he gained 15 pounds? He was on an island. <laughs> I just. It's 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 very um. I I have a hard time thinking that there isn't something else going on. It's Legends of Tomorrow. They already had the Star City forty uh, twenty forty five, I think, or twenty thirty five, where actually I think they reused some of the same sets for these flash forwards because Starling City back then is very similar to how they're portraying it in the future. So th- they could be doing kind of a similar connective thread there. Um, but I think um, if you do connect both of those potential futures, then the, the idea is that the cycle is just still continuing. Oliver's not making the choice that would, would change Star City from ever not falling. Well, I have a, I have a far-fetched theory well, uh, you already heard like five of mine, so lay it on us. So, 
they in episode four there were a lot of clues that are leading me to believe that maybe the flash forwards that we're seeing have to do with earth too thank you yes yes yeah i was going to say that and then i got distracted I, well i put that out and people were like mm, no i don't think so and i'm like okay but listen mm-hmm. you're talking about a show that for the past six seasons everything means something everything it's all a clue so you know you have laurel talking about oh the felicity on Meyer. Mm-hmm. her big company and then oop, immediately flash fl- forward to smoke technologies and it makes it right and like it makes it more believable with william saying they abandoned him and it, mm-hmm. would, make, it would make it make a little more sense to have roy alone and on an island and having gained weight mm-hmm. and on an island that was vaporized yeah, so I mean, I'm like, I feel like I'm putting these pieces together, and you know, you have these people who are like, mm, "You're sounding crazy," and I'm just, I can't help it. So, okay, the one flaw though is William. How do you explain William? Because if, well, no, he could have still knocked up Samantha. <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> Oliver Queen is the womanizer on every earth, at one point or another. <laughs> Yeah, but then aren't we dealing with the Back to the Future kind of thing where it has to be the same? Yeah, <laughs> Never mind. we are. We are. <laughs> okay, okay, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, like, when they did that drop of Earth 2 Felicity Smoke, I was kind of like, well, it's about time. Also, it better get paid off. I better see this character, and and then I was like you, and I was I was suddenly like maybe we are seeing Earth two versions of everyone because why not? You know, mm-hmm. why let the Flash have all the fun? Yeah, and I mean yeah. we have we have Laurel from Earth two, you know, giving uh, us all this inside info. That's not something to brag about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a rare I'm a rare breed. I am an Elicity slash Laurel lover. I saw the tweet. <laughs> I am I am. You know, people don't believe it. They're like, you can't like both. I do. I mean, there have been times where I have not been a fan of hers, but I mean that that team up between them it was it was pretty beautiful to watch. It was as someone who is doesn't. Oh, ball in either camp I, I i i enjoyed that that sequence last night and um yeah it was i was like why haven't we had this before <laughs> i want more yeah. i want more yeah okay um, <laughs> is, is he, so did you like kitty cassidy before she was on the show i first saw her in supernatural and i liked mm-hmm. her yeah. Um, and I saw her in the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy her in like the first season of Arrow, but I mean, she got better and then she died. And I was like, well, there goes that. <laughs> because for me, I've, it's the, the whole writing issues with that character is one thing, but I went, I did not watch the first season of Arrow immediately because I actually didn't like Katie Cassidy at all as an actress, and I didn't like Stephen Amell as an actor. Really? And then I watched, I, I, I swear to God, and then I was born and I started watching, and I fell in love with Stephen Amell. <laughs> Still cannot stand Katie Cassidy. So that's so true, that's, yeah. that's, that's where I'm coming from. Like, I have actor baggage which <laughs> she never the writers didn't help oh my god it's forget. like the curse of the black canary like wow yeah i don't know what it is about that character that they have such a hard time writing well i mean maybe it, it, they'll do it better on the big screen i mean she there's a new actress who's gonna play her who's from friday night lights fame so I don't. Only I can't say her name. Only time can tell. <laughs> huh? Only time will tell. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, I'm kind it's of giving excited for it. Yeah. I mean, it's how many times like people do the distinction of you know, um, 
somebody will say, well, Sarah was the black canary first, and then you'll have the, no, she wasn't, she was just the canary. But I mean, wasn't she still kind of the black canary? <laughs> and they were like, oh, we didn't do it right. Bring in Laurel. And then, oh, we didn't do it right. Let's kill her, but we'll bring her back. Like, it's just, it's, it seems very difficult for them. Yeah, it's, I don't know why Zoe's running around being a canary. I, it's not like it's a cool thing to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm not, I'm not as much, I try, but I'm not as much into the comic portion of it all. Um, I've read some here and there, and I, they're really straying at this point, which I suppose is, it's fair. It's fair. You know, yeah. they have their creative license. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't get too hung up on the comic because, I mean, it's the same with The Flash and, yeah, you'll just end up hurting your brain or and, and getting <laughs> super disappointed. So I, I've t- I tell people all the time on Twitter, like, look, these shows, remember, it's based upon, remember that, yes. remember that. Yep. And, and if you do, then you can watch them and just enjoy them for what they are. It's yeah. it's a different medium. Yeah. And and the story you're, you're using different things to tell the same story. Different things matter. Like the actors who play these parts really do make a difference. Who the casting is huge with these shows' success and failures, and characters being really good or characters being really bad. And I think on that note, let's head over to National City. Because that Supergirl is impressing me currently with some of the characters they've added to the lineup. I mean, last episode we got Ben Lockwood. We really got Sam Witwer, like, just nailing the game. And now I have Manchester Black. Like, I'm just loving these characters that they're adding. I, I don't know. I want I want Manchester Black to um to do an audiobook about Supergirl season four because <laughs> I just want to listen to the accent. <laughs> it is so freaking charming. I don't I think want... you're alone in that. <laughs> like like dude you could be making money. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Will, what about your thoughts? I mean, coming from that that great episode of Man of Steel last week to this one, um, where are you right now with the show? So I know last week you gave me grief about being prisoner of the moment. And (laughs) I'm going to continue to be your prisoner of the moment because I feel like the first quarter – or so of the of, of Supergirl's season has just been awesome. I mean, it has uh, been hitting hitting all the beats, and and this episode did not disappoint. Uh, even even though I had to stop cringing a bit with the Iron Man, you know, costume. But other than that, uh, I I really enjoyed the episode. And Manchester Black is a strong supporting character. Sam Witwer just. Again, just just brought it, and why I think if things continue on the path that they're going with Agent of of, of Liberty, uh, he this character will go down, you know, as far as the top three, you know, Arrowverse uh, vil- villains easily. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be like you know, Reverse Flash, Prometheus, and then and then Agent of, Agent of Liberty will be my top three. You know, if if it continues on this on this path, yeah. and so um, I overall really enjoyed the episode. There are a couple things that uh, I liked with the, how they brought uh, Fiona back into the mix because actually I thought she was dead. I um, forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought she was dead, so I was like, "Oh, with Manchester Black's introduction and his, you know, when he when he goes to John's apartment and and you know, they meet and everything, and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought she was not with us anymore, but I guess she is. But they took care of that at the end of the episode, so. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so cold. <laughs> he had a moment. I actually thought thought like that that moment. 
I am having only known that character for such a brief period of time. I, I, I didn't cry, but I definitely was emotionally moved. The only hard part was he shouldn't have stopped. I, I know what they were doing and why like the switch flipped, but it still was way too abrupt. Like that actor was killing that scene. And then they, they went the cheesy route. In yeah, my they opinion, did. They did. <laughs> yeah, they did. because it was it was a very uh, it it was a very powerful emotional moment, and it, yeah, it was definitely one of those moments of of TV where you 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 do stop what you're doing and really pay attention to it and get emotionally invested. Um, and yeah, and it, it, it they did do the the bad Arrowverse cut to like oh, oh everything's you know back to hero days, but um, well, yeah. it, it's. It's what he was explaining to John about the anger and what what Fiona taught him about how to control it. Well, suddenly she's gone, and so he shut his emotions off, and he's going that route because obviously the not being able to protect her, he blames himself. So he's going to he's gonna go the Oliver Queen route of redemption. So yeah. he's going to level two. <laughs> I don't know. Sarah, what about you? What are your thoughts on Supergirl season four and this episode in particular? I'm going to call it and say that this is going to be my favorite season so far. <clears throat> which is which is actually really early for me because I wait until at least halfway through. Um, I'm a huge fan of Sam Whitwer. Huge fan. Um, I think that he was just absolutely killing it. And have you seen I, the showdown? Yeah. <gasps> you have? Are yeah. you this, I, okay. Gosh. Okay. I'm, this is like, I'm, I'm like, well, Earth One I'm and like, Earth Two have collided. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just so, I love Sam Whitwer. I just love him. No, you're like the only guest host we've ever brought on who actually has seen Collider Showdown. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you continue, but that's that's amazing. <laughs> I do my best to, you know, when I like an actor, and I really, I'll like go on like IMDb, and I'm like, okay, like let's do some research. <laughs> um, but I like, I'm actually really liking Lena a lot more, mm-hmm. and that's I. I don't know. I don't want to say that I've struggled with her character, but sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of over her. And I'm now I'm kind of like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for more. Like, let's give her some more of those storylines. I want to see it. So I'm really, I'm really eager to see where things go from here because these characters are just, this is like the best character season ever. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it, and that's and the same point I made about Arrow before uh, with this episode too. I mean, really, uh, this was the supporting cast driving the show this week, and they, they, they yeah, I mean, it, it's each character had some significant moments of growth, which I think is why I really am I'm liking this season of Supergirl because it feel, I feel like the characters are growing, and whereas last season by the end everyone had stagnated and it was just like okay yes let's wipe the slate clean let's you know re- let's write some people off the show let's bring in some new characters and stuff and, and so far it's paying off because i do feel you know for example with alex and uh her new role in the deo i mean john and trying to live up to the expectations of his of his father and 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 also uh Helping to still be in that mentor role for for Alex as she's just going through her struggles as being leader to DEO and and things that are playing out due to uh, the anti-alien sentiment um, and and just the challenges that you know they're having within their own ranks where you having all these members going off and, and working with you know Mercy and Otis Graves and. Uh, you know, each one of those individual moments has allowed for these characters to grow and show different parts of parts of themselves, different parts of the story, and uh, and I'm liking that, and it's making it for a very you know a very interesting watch. 
Right. I, I think the last two episodes have proved to me I, I may like this show better without Kara. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's painfully obvious to me that part of the reason why they're they're having these episodes like with very minimal scenes with Melissa is that she she did a play earlier this year and I and I thought it was odd. I'm like, how are you shooting Supergirl if you're going to do this play? I don't get it. And now I understand what they the workaround that they did, but it it was clever. Like I I know when I first saw the trailer for the season, I saw the Power Rangers suit because that's what it is. It's not man, whatever you called it. Well, it's Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Power Rangers. Well, well, yeah. The graphs. Well, the reason why I thought Iron Man was just the the, the the display, the heads up display that they had. But yeah, you're right. It is Power Rangers. So Power Rangers and. <laughs> um and and I was just like, ooh. This show went, is going off to a very different place, and I don't know if I'm going to be on board. And I'm very surprised by how on board with this, this season I have been. I still don't know if I'm going to remain on the train, though, because the, the Soviet Union Kara scares me in a way. Like, I'm like, huh, did we, did we jump the shark? Did we do the duplicate her? Um because if I like the show better without Kara, why would I like the show more with two Kara's? <laughs> and point. you both laugh because you know it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I won't. I definitely won't disagree. <laughs> Reagan will will just be crying later when she hears it. But it's. I'm not. Sometimes there are times where I have to force myself to just keep going with the show. And right now, I'm not feeling that way, but I'm completely with you that I'm not sure if it's going to stay that way. Yeah. I'm hoping it stays on track with my prediction that it will be my favorite season ever, but I don't know. Right. Because who knows? Next episode, they could kill Agent Liberty. And I would be like, well, I'm off because yeah, yeah. Sam brought me and I'm sticking and that's a waste. <laughs> it was pretty good. And which, which this episode, I was surprised they killed the grave siblings, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did not see that. But that that tells me that the writers are actively watching what's happening to be like yeah they're just henchmen that's that's not the true villain the true villain is what this character actor is doing over here we're we're gonna follow what we're all the way which i so i i want to make sure we talk about this i think and and i um I'm mad, Will, that we didn't talk about this more last episode when it was brought up. But what they did at the end in terms of James, because mm-hmm. they hinted that this could be potentially the tra- trajectory of him last episode, too. But it was really compelling when he sees that article and and realizes how him being a human, protecting humans, is being twisted for this resistance or this um, this anti-alien sentiment, and 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 it goes back to what you were saying before about, and and it kind of alludes to this idea that these characters, Alex is a DEO director, but she's also Car's sister. She's also a human, and and she can't pre- and it's hard to balance her sister, who's an alien with DEO who's in charge to protect humans and and aliens alike and protect the earth but it's it's very complicated and I think there's a lot of allegiance being tested and that's why you're seeing these characters um, feel like they're pushed in the corner and their backs are up against the wall yeah yeah they are yeah I, I can't really add much more to that than what you said I 100% agree with you there um but again, that those ten, but I will say those tensions does does make for for very interesting storytelling. And again, you know, we were talking about allegories as well, and you know, picking sides and and those kind of things. Um, we, I think that's where this this Soviet Union Kara is going to come into play. 
because um, she obviously uh, will have the same abilities, um, but you know, given that she has grown up with a different worldview than our American Kara, uh, it'll be, will she end up being Agent Liberty's you know, new henchman? Um, or, well, foil to basically prove his point about how if Supergirl and all these other aliens would just leave the planet, then, you know, life would be so much better. Um, and, you know, and, and, and how he's manipulated James into basically becoming this, you know, hero for humanity. Uh, yeah, it was just super well played. And, um, and a good and a, and a nice workaround for the writers to basically give Guardian relevance again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just waiting for them to reveal that um, Soviet Union Kara is um, from the Drago bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I should say I shouldn't say Soviet Union. I, I correct. I mean, I meant Russian. Well, Russian. Yeah, Kara. Tomato, so. tomato. It's Earth yeah. Earth nineteen. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah Earth thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always say Earth nineteen. I have yeah. no idea where I created yeah. that in my own mind. Yeah, well, I, I will say it, it, well, again, bringing in my other passion, Star Trek. It was it was nice to see the steady ills uh, in uh, in in this episode. The uh, ill uh, things that were going into people's ears. Anybody who's watched Star Trek too will will get that reference. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on you, Sarah. One day you will, you will, you will relent, and you will watch no, it. My brothers ruined it for me. Okay, never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I have Battlestar Galactica, and that's all I need. All right, fair enough. All right. So, um, any final thoughts on Supergirl episode four? Wow. Let's, let's just hope it gets. Let's just hope it gets better. It just keeps yeah. getting better. I'm just yeah. Consistency. I'm, yeah, consistency. I'm, I'm liking these. I'm, I'm liking these mini arcs that they're doing with these characters. So uh, yeah, I just let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right. And on that note, Sarah, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? They can find me on Twitter at Sarah underscore Jean seventeen. And Will, where can our listeners find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk. That's W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Good night. Geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>